0: Show loved by many, hated by few, Respected by all, was second to none Second to none We are in a timeless world And, you know, speaking of timeless I want you to go out and pick up the latest uh, From the greatest, no, that's not me That's not me, but it's from Zamil. It's timeless Zamil will be in town uh, He will be uh, in town uh, At the uh, uh, what? Texas Black Academy of Arts and Letters uh, He'll be there Performing one of his uh, latest shows, we want you to go ahead and uh, you know if you got tickets it's already sold out you can't can 't get any tickets as a matter of fact it 's already sold out, but we do want you to uh pick up his latest c d like to uh play some of his music uh because we believe that that music is some of the best music that 's out here, and we always support our own on the Commiss radio show because we know Facebook sometimes likes to well they like to they' like to mess with us we always have to uh, let them know that this is a genuine uh, news, media, network cycle. We we actually have a business. We're not just playing on Facebook, you know, taking people's stuff. We we have permission from, well, we have permission from the artists to play it. And also, we also cover news. Uh, we cover news. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be uh, with uh, uh, Beto. He'll be at the Waxahachie uh You'll be at Hatch. You'll be at Big Al's place down in Hatch. You know Al Mack uh, used to be, well still is, you know, radio personality, extraordinary. And he'll reveal something else. His early connections in politics and my early connection, connections in politics as well. We both worked on a political campaign back in the 1970s. And he will talk about that uh, if we can get him to, you know, stop, uh, you know, making money, you know, selling burgers and all that stuff he does at the tavern and everything. And he has, like I said, several, several great restaurants and uh, Kid Craddock has been involved in radio and he, you know, it's unique. He got involved in radio, ironically, the same way in which I got involved in radio. Didn't go to school for it, just popped into it. But, you know, we want to pop in with a couple of Uh, Comments about what's going on in the community as well. Uh, Speaking of politics in the community, uh, we have a president of the United States in Dallas today. Well, we always have a president, a former president of the United States in Dallas today. That's George Walker Bush. He's in town. He lives here. But we have another one that's in town as well. That's Donald Trump. He's in town right now. I believe he's uh, down at the Lowe's Anatole. I had an opportunity to talk to some people that were uh, involved in some political campaigns in Fort Worth in Tarrant County. And uh, they told me that Steve Bannon was there yesterday as well. So Steve Bannon was there. So uh, I've got a couple of comments to make about that. But I want to get you caught up on this show and what we're talking about on this show as well. We want to bring forth to you, uh, as I say, the real CNN, the CNN that's in your neighborhood. We're never disappointed. Uh, We never disappear because we're right there in the line with you in this Texas heat uh, trying to get some barbecue as well. But, you know, in Louisville, Kentucky, the home of the greatest, Muhammad Ali, uh, the United States government, uh, press charges on the four police officers who shot and killed Breonna Taylor. Shot and killed Breonna Taylor. You remember that. Breonna Taylor was in her, uh, in her house, uh, same way as Botham John, was in his house when uh, they were killed in, you know, in two separate incidents. But, you know, the police departments have this thing called qualified immunity. And qualified immunity is means you can't sue the police because they're the law. But nobody's supposed to be above the law. So I got here in the control room with me today, got Angelo. Gabe's not with us today, but Angelo's with us. And Angelo had not missed a beat. He has all of our music already trapped up and wrapped up and ready to go. So let's go ahead and play that Breonna Taylor clip. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more politics
1: the deadly police shooting of Brianna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky. The Justice Department today leveling federal charges against four current and former officers connected with her death. Among the charges, officers are accused of falsifying documents to obtain the search warrant of her home where she was shot and killed. Then they're accused of lying to cover it up. ABC's Faith Abube reporting tonight from Louisville. More
2: than two years after Brianna Taylor was shot to death in a botched drug raid, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland today announcing federal charges for four current and former Louisville Metro Police officers.
3: The federal charges announced today allege that members of the Place-Based Investigations Unit falsified the affidavit used to obtain the search warrant of Ms. Taylor's home.
2: Prosecutors say Sergeant Cal Meany and Detectives Joshua James and Kelly Goodlett knew the search warrant lacked probable cause. And they say those two detectives later conspired to cover up their lies, allegedly meeting in a garage to come up with a false story for investigators.
3: We allege that the defendants knew their actions in falsifying the affidavit could create a dangerous situation.
2: Welcome back to my voice! Prosecutors say the officers who executed the warrant at Taylor's home knew nothing about the false affidavit. And when Taylor's boyfriend mistook police for an intruder, firing a shot from his registered gun in self-defense, Officers opened fire, killing the 26-year-old EMT. Former officer Brett Hankison, who was acquitted on state charges for firing into a neighbor's apartment, today charged with excessive force for firing 10 shots through a window and sliding glass door in Taylor's home.
3: Brianna Taylor should be alive today.
4: Say her name, Breonna
2: Taylor. Taylor's death and the murder of George Floyd sparking protests across the country.
5: Say her name,
4: Brianna Taylor.
2: I've waited 874 days
0: the time for today.
2: Brianna Taylor's mother calling the charges overdue. What we've been seeing on day one, y'all learning what we've been seeing was the truth, that they shouldn't have been there and that Brianna didn't deserve that. When three of the officers charged with civil rights violations could face a maximum of life in prison, a fourth officer could spend years behind bars if convicted. Wait.
6: Faith, thank you. All right. Hi, everyone. George okay, Stephanopoulos here. Thanks again. for checking Cut out the it. ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more video show highlights and watch live event coverage, click that's on the right in. over.
0: All right. You could subscribe to the YouTube channel for uh, George Stephanopoulos and ABC, and also you can subscribe to the YouTube channel for Ed Gray, the commiss Radio show. We want to make sure that we give all credit to everyone that's contributed. To that as a long time contributor to WFAA Inside Texas Politics, you know, I've always used their content and also I've also utilized other forms of content, but I want to make sure that we subscribe and get other people's content out there. So subscribe to the ABC content, get your news from ABC, WFAA, get your news from WFAA, and also get your news from the Commiss radio show as well on YouTube. So we need to make sure we do that. I'm going to get this big microphone out the way and move it over to the side here. Of course, if you're listening in on FBRN.us, you won't see that big microphone, but you'll be able to hear us on Spotify as well. So you know go ahead and you know look us up on Spotify where else can they find us at Spotify what what where else Angelo uh, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts Amazon. Amazon all right so I'm gonna have to write all those down you know I'm too busy looking at myself on YouTube and as you know Facebook I love Facebook so that being said you know one of the things I'm looking at as well as I'm looking at this upcoming political campaign I talked earlier today about uh, Beto being in town tomorrow, tomorrow Beto being in town tomorrow in Waxahachie and as I'm talking to you right now, I believe that Donald Trump is at the microphone, Uh, well okay, he's at the microphone. So anyway, just wanted to go ahead and drop that just like I dropped that. But you know, uh, I mentioned that George Walker Bush is in town as well because he lives in town. And they have this thing called a CPAC convention, the CPAC convention, which is the Conservative Political Action Committee. All of the Republicans get together and they go to CPAC. You can't get elected if you don't go to CPAC. Donald Trump went to CPAC many years back and he turned it out. And, you know, he turned it out, I think, in 2009, 2010. People loved him. And then, next thing you know, in 2016, he's running for president. People love him, and well, at least the conservatives love him, and he got elected president of the United States. Well, he's forty-five. Well, forty-five is in town, but you know, uh, you know, forty-three lives in town, but forty-three couldn't visit forty-five. You know, CPAC was at the Lowe's Anatole, still there, and President Bush didn't attend it. Twelve miles away, didn't attend the convention that. Generally speaking, well, it's that convention. It's that Republican convention. It's that off year Republican convention. You can't get elected uh, president uh, nominee uh, for the Republican Party and president if you don't go to that convention. Well, whatever. Dick Cheney used to attend that convention, and well, Dick Cheney's daughter now on the January 6th convention, uh, January 6th committee. Uh, and you know the January 6th committee has been handling their business. They've been handling their business very well, and they've been putting forth quite an indictment, a co- political indictment. The criminal indictments will probably be followed later in Georgia. Where, well, 45 is being investigated for corruption in uh, uh, tampering in an election. You know, when he's trying to shake, when he's trying to shake down the governor and the secretary of state. And, also in New York where it's a criminal proceedings that's going on as well. But we're not talking about criminal proceedings about uh, Donald Trump, we're not talking about that. Forget about it that I said anything about a criminal proceedings. Don't let that play a factor in your you know, thought process of, of, of whether or not somebody should be elected president regardless of whether or not they have like two criminal proceedings and Two states going against them, and also the political uh, well indictment, if you will, by the January 6th committee. That plays no factor at all, none and none at all with me. However, Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney, as I stated before, uh, Dick Cheney's daughter is on that. Uh, we, she's on that uh, committee, and Dick Cheney used to be the Vice President of the United States. He used to live right here in Dallas, too. Go figure. He used to live here in Dallas as well. He had to move when he chose himself to become uh, the Vice Presidential Nominee on the ticket with uh, George Bush because George Bush at that time lived in Dallas. and You can't have two people from the same city running for President and Vice President. Never before happened before. So, you know, at that time, Governor Bush told... Dick Cheney, hey, get on your horse and go to Montana, where all cowboys are at. Speaking of old cowboys in Montana, I think Angelo has that, why well, that news drop on uh, Dick Cheney? Let's play that.
1: We're just getting into our newsroom, a new uh, Liz Cheney ad, and she uses a familiar face um, to talk about some of this Trumpism. So let's watch that.
3: Okay. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election, and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I
6: think most Republicans know it. Hmm. Uh,
1: How Hmm. about that? How about that, Ron?
6: Well, you know, bring it it out. Look, it it goes to the point that the the, the congressman was making about kind of the evolution of the Republican Party. I mean, it was only 15 years ago that that Cheney was considered the...
0: All right. You know, it was only 15 years ago that we considered Dick Cheney to be Darth Vader. You know, he was like the Darth Vader of, of, of conservatism. Well, he's no longer that because we have, well, we have uh, Steve Bannon. So we don't have that anymore. So now Dick Cheney's now like the good guy now. So now we have Dick Cheney being the good guy because now his daughter appears to be the person that's going to save American democracy. And we definitely need that to be saved. We definitely need American democracy to be saved. So Dick Cheney. Uh, the situation with Dick Cheney uh, that is something that is kind of heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking in the sense that it's, it's heartbreaking because we're at that point now where we have to rely upon Dick Cheney to save American democracy. Well, if we have to rely upon him to save American democracy, so be it. Because we do need People that are Republicans To take to task the Republicans Because if not what we have We will have Republicans Falling into authoritarianism That's a big fancy word I know But I'll break that down Because it's a a big fancy word Meaning that the government Is going to be run by a dictator But before we get into that Let's go ahead and play some music. Uh, let's play, uh, well, let's play some Zamil, and then when we come back, we'll, we'll bring this show into an international role. And some of the comments that I've had lately have been from Europe. So, Angelo, let's uh, take us home to Dallas and let's play some local music from Zamil. back again commission radio show you're listening to zamil again uh, cd of the week uh, from zamil which is timeless you know it's very timeless i'd like to send a shout out to the people that are listening to us right now Uh, we'd like for you to share this video out we need to make sure that everyone gets this news that we have coming out we're bringing this out in a new fashion and we're getting back now to some of the other things that we used to do which is we used to uh well we used to you know be the place in which you can come to to get your local news and we like to send a shout out to the tulisama book fair the tulisama book fair that's coming up august 19th through august 20th at the african-american museum and some of the people that will be uh, featured there, we have their books We have their books, the Commission Book Club We have their books My Black is Exhausted Forever in Pursuit of a Racist-Free World Where Hashtags Don't Exist Alright, pick that book up There we go That's by Brian Hodgkins uh, Dr. Brian Hodgkins uh, SMU grad Of uh, uh, a brother in Alpha Phi, Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, Check his book out, I'll be interviewing him as well. He'll be on this show as well. So we wanna go ahead and send a shout out to him. And speaking of interviews, dear Barack, it's his birthday, that's right, Barack Obama's birthday. That's it, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, President Obama, dear Barack. So we will have the birthday interview, not with the President, but with the author, Claudia Clark, who wrote the book, The Extraordinary Partnership of Barack Obama and Angela Merkel. And you're probably saying, who is Angela Merkel? Well, if you're in Germany, you clearly know who Angela Merkel is because she's like the, the prime minister, of, well, the former prime minister of Germany. So she will be uh, interviewed, the, Claudia Clark will be interviewed uh, here On this show next week So this is going to be an international interview As we've done one before With the the financial real estate mogul from Nigeria But this time now we're going with authors from Europe And specifically Germany So we'll be doing that interview We'll be doing that interview That interview will be conducted at 4 o'clock a.m. You don't have to be up at 4 o'clock a.m. She'll be up at 4 o'clock a.m. Because of the time difference, she'll be up at 4 a.m. I, I did uh, a post earlier today, and I put 4 a.m. on it. I was thinking of the interview with uh, with Claudia Clark. So now, Kevin Detner, the joy of the disinherited. The joy of the disinherited. And uh, thumbs up, joy of the disinherited. I met Kevin Detner at uh, one of the latest book fairs at the African-American... Uh, Museum so we want to make sure That you patronize That museum because it is a joy It is a joy to have That uh, museum there But What is not a joy What is not a joy Is uh, authoritarianism In Germany they had An authoritarianism government And you know who that person was The dictator in Germany Everyone knows who Adolf Hitler Is and we could be Slowly going into that Mode later, if we continue to do what we're doing now, by uh, by not by not getting out to vote, not paying attention to what we need to pay attention to, which is politics, and we need to continue to, as I said before, share this out. We want to make sure that it's shared. Uh, Facebook, before in the past, has uh, has done some things that I consider to be not necessarily fair to the individuals who like myself who want to get messages across. So we need to make sure that you share them. So if you share them, you know, turn your friends on to it. But you know, CPAC invited this guy from Hungary, which is right next to Germany. I told you it's an international show. Uh, Oregon, that's the guy's name. And he's like the leader of, of of this country. And and the country's now went into a situation in which they've been very authoritarianistic. And this is where our country will be if we don't, you know, take a hold of what's really going on here. We we really need to do that. We really need to do that. So I tweeted, and you can follow me on Twitter, which is Ed Gray 1906. Follow me on Twitter. And all of these people from Hungary. Started sending me messages Now the problem with them sending me messages Is that I don't speak Hungarian I, it, it, I, If I want to get cussed out I need to be cussed out in a language That I can understand Okay Now I, my Spanish is pretty good I know bad words in Spanish And I can use them I, French I don't know no words in French And I sure don't know if it was in French and they cursed me out in French, I would probably think they would be complimenting me because French sounds so nice. But Hungary, they could be saying I love you in Hungarian, I wouldn't be able to understand it. But anyway, what I do understand is dictatorships gotta go. Angelo, I'm hungry for some Hungarian dictators. No, not really, but go ahead and play the drop anyway.
1: Some of the biggest conservative names on the planet are somewhere else that's hot tonight, Texas, for the CPAC conference. And the star of the stage at today's kickoff, an authoritarian national leader under fire for saying racist stuff overseas. We're talking about Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, who just recently in Romania said he doesn't want Hungary to become a mixed race, his words, a mixed race country. Prompting one of his longtime advisors to quit, describing his speech as a Nazi diatribe. Here's how Orban defended himself
5: today. In Hungary, we introduced a zero-tolerance policy on racism and anti-Semitism, so accusing us is fake news, and those who make these claims are simply idiots.
1: And you might wonder, okay, so why is this guy at CPAC? Right, start with who he actually is. He rose through Hungarian politics, running on anti-immigration campaigns his party compared to an open dictatorship. He's changed laws in a controversial way. Anti-immigration, anti-gay, same-sex couples, for example, can't adopt children anymore. He's made it harder to be a journalist or part of an opposition group. So why CPAC, right? It's partly about who he's close with. His allies include this guy, former President Donald Trump, along with former White House strategist Steve Bannon, who called Orban the Trump before Trump. Orban supported Mr. Trump's campaign in 2016, and the two met in Bedminster, that's this picture just this week. And CPAC's organizers are defending their invitation to the Hungarian Prime Minister. A spokesperson saying, we support the open exchange of ideas unlike so many American socialists. The press, they add, might despise Prime Minister Orban, but he is a popular leader. I want to bring in Gary Grumbach now. Gary, bring us up to speed on how things at CPAC went today and what happened.
6: Yeah, I mean, those speeches, if you were to compare the two, read a transcript, all that was missing was pretty much the YMCA at the end. That was in terms of the similarities between a transcript of of this speech right here and a former President Donald Trump rally that we've seen all across the country. And they were so similar because of what was talked about and the issues that were discussed, including Judeo-Christian traditions, the anti-migration ideas that he has, and also the promotion, of uh, political correctives and the anti-political correctives especially in the link to pronouns he also went on the anti-fake news ramp, of course, which is something we've heard from President Trump quite a bit but Orban, I should note, Freedom House is an organization that kind of attracts kind of things Orban's country of Hungary has been demoted to partially free because of what Orban has done in his country and that comment from...
0: Alright, I think you get the point Point is International, as I say, this radio show is very international. That's what it's about. We want to give you international news, but check it out. International news is, well, it's local now because that's what we got going on. It's very local now. So now, you know, we got this situation now in which, well, Donald Trump is now bringing forth people that are dictators from Europe, and now they're right here in Dallas doing their thing. So, We got a lot of things going on with that. We need to make sure we get the vote out. We need to make sure that we understand that. We want to make sure that we talk this clearly without any fluff, anything like that. But, you know, this politics is very, very, very strange here. It's so strange in which the Republican Party, the Republican Party that is now owned by Donald Trump, apparently he bought it. In 2016, and well, you know, Ted Cruz can't do nothing with Ted Cruz. It's, it's pretty bad when you have a situation where you have a United States Senator by the name of Ted Cruz from Texas, you know, who was pretty well a coward uh, to, you know, basically give up uh, his manhood. Yeah, he did. Because anybody that tells you that your wife is ugly, which yeah, I didn't say it. I know Angelo's looking at me saying, "What? When did that happen?" But it, it happened. You guys remember it, don't you? You remember when Ted Cruz was running for president back in 2016, and Ted Cruz was like, "He's was, he was like, I'm, 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 I'm not impressed." So he's like saying, "I'm gonna go after Trump," and Trump said, "Your wife's ugly." And next thing you know. Ted Cruz said, well, okay, she's still my wife. You ain't got to talk about her. What can you say? It's not a real Texan, but what can you say from somebody that was born in Canada anyway? Now, because Ted Cruz is not from Texas. He's from Canada. Go figure. But, you know, what I can't figure out is the Republicans now, they uh did this Pact deal. Uh, what's Pact? Well, Pact is where... We had this bill in, in front of Congress in which they, uh, well, they voted against veterans getting paid for being sick. Yeah, they're supposed to be the party of defense, but they can't protect those who defend us. Angelo, let's run that drop. A major U-turn in Congress. The Senate
7: Majority Leader Chuck Schumer now says. Senate Republicans have reached an agreement to pass to the PACT the Act. It would provide health and disability benefits to out, veterans you know who suffer from medical conditions as a result okay. of their wartime exposure to toxic U.S. military burn pits. This comes nearly a week after a group of 25 Republicans flipped their votes and blocked that very bill. That sparked outrage from veterans and the activist and comedian John Stewart. Today he spoke to our Ali Vitali outside the Capitol
6: i think they're fraying in terms of their ability to withstand this i think this is cruel and unusual punishment that's going on and and they've, they've got to end this
7: it appears that they just have right now senate lawmakers are voting on the pact act cbc 's senior congressional correspondent Lon moise with us what what do we expect here a well Shep, after all of the politics this bill finally has the votes to pass tonight. The top Republican in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, had said earlier today that he believes veterans would be happy with the outcome. Top Democrat Chuck Schumer promised it would get done today.
0: There's no better message we can send to the veterans that have camped out for nights in front of the Capitol that they're a long wait and the wait of veterans everywhere is finally over.
7: The bill already passed the Senate back in June with strong bipartisan support, but lawmakers had to vote on it again last week because of a technical error. And that time, 25 Republicans voted no. Senator Pat Toomey led the opposition, which he said was over budget gimmicks that hide the bill's real price tag.
6: I'm supposed to trust this and future Congresses not to go on a spending spree? Seriously? that's unbelievable
7: but Democrats viewed the move as political payback for reviving their climate and health
0: seriously seriously are you serious Pat? Pat Toomey said are we supposed to trust the Democrats but the reality of it is is that can we trust Pat Toomey because what we have here as they used to say, is a failure to communicate. That failure to communicate is, well, it's pretty bad. It's a two-sided failure to communicate. Republicans supposed to be defending those who defend us, and they decided that those individuals who had these cancers that occurred because of the pit burns down this is what a pit burn is. I know someone sent me a text saying, What is a pit burn? I don't know what that is. It's when you're in the desert, you dig up everything and you put it in a big pit and you burn it. You burn good stuff and you also burn bad stuff. It's in there and you inhale it. You inhale the good stuff. How can you inhale some good stuff that's burnt? You inhale the bad stuff. How can you inhale the bad stuff that's burnt? Comes into your body, infects your body. Years later, you have cancer. That's what happens. Then you go to the government, and the government says, "You got to prove to us you're sick." Well, you say, "Look, I'm here in the hospital. I'm sick." I say, "Well, we don't have any way to pay you." And then the Republican said, "Well, this is good. I ain't with this, but we're kind of mad at you because you pulled a fast one on us the last." Camp, uh, the last, uh, the last bill, and there you go. We got our call in? Let's see if we got our call in. I think we're expecting a call in right now. We ready? Okay. I think we have our call in, and uh, are you there?
4: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Hey, what's going on? This is live, up close, hey, and up. personal here, man. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, it, uh, Man, I'm going to tell you this right now. The folks we got you on, uh, on right now, we have you on our podcast. My podcast ain't like you. I ain't big like you. Nothing like that. Uh, but, you know, we're going to go back in history a little bit because uh, you got an event that's coming yep. on tomorrow. So the folks on Facebook that are listening in right now, uh, we got Al Mack okay. here. Uh, Al, what's going on?
5: What's going on? What's going on,
0: my brother? It's all right, cuz. What's up, cuz? That's how we greet each other. What's up? Yeah. What's up, cuz? Yeah. So a lot of people don't know that we cousins from long way back. And uh, yeah. I got my podcast going on. And the last week I Congratulations, had... Congratulations, brother.
5: Congratulations. No, that's but, awesome, brother.
0: Thank you, brother. Congratulations to you, too. It's been a long time since we've seen each other. We can just have an interview I between... Know. You and I and everything, but uh, I a- know Ange- man. Been a minute, Angelo is on uh, doing my control boards right now, and I believe his mother. Did Angelo? Did your mother was over there with with uh, Kid Craddock She was there with Kiss FM, Sammy G. Yes, she was. Sammy G was over at Kiss FM, so I yeah I, I have her son. She's running control. He's running controls right now. So I'm sure That's Sam awesome. That's Sammy awesome. G's gonna find this out and say, Wow, Ed did that. The commission did that. Well who who else wouldn't do that? But you know, we got you. <laughs> you, you 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 entertaining somebody tomorrow. Who you got coming to your to your restaurant? Uh
5: down here in Wasahatchie, Texas, just about twenty miles south of Dallas, we got the uh, gover- governor candidate Hopefully the next governor of the state of Texas, Beto O'Rourke, is going to be in the house.
0: Okay. Okay. What's a- up? Uh,
5: we we're going to try They've got a lot of RSVPs. So we should have a nice crowd, and uh, he'll be delivering his message. He's got a good platform. And uh, we can't wait... I've never met uh, uh, Mr. O'Rourke, so I can't wait, to, uh, can't wait to meet him and shake his hand. I'm going to actually... Be introducing him and uh should be a should be a should be a nice event
0: good good what time does it start
5: uh it starts at uh he's gonna be here from two to four and uh that's at big al's down hatch to walk the hatching. and uh uh people i think a lot of people have been calling today so i have been telling people to get there around noon just to you know kind of get their spot and uh hopefully it'll be a full house and we'll have overflow on the outside and uh just with a few photo potties just to just make sure everybody can go to the bathroom and all that kind of good stuff but it should be a it should be a, a fun event man
0: well i'll be there man you know how many restaurants you have now
5: Oh uh, this is it man i i've uh, this is my fourth and uh my fourth restaurant that i have opened but uh, this is the, the only one that I have that's still open. I, I have uh, uh, relinquished the others. That it was just a lot, you know, trying to run three four restaurants at a time. It was, it was kind of a lot. So I moved. I actually moved to Oahuachi, and uh, and have a restaurant here, and uh, still working on the radio show, Kick Saturday morning show, and uh, you know, that's it. That's,
0: that is it that's enough well hey man you know where uh, you know where I'm gonna be tomorrow man I'm gonna hang out with you tomorrow man as a matter of fact I think All I right. may start coming down there more often since I know you you're down in Waxahachie man you must have a big ranch or yeah. down yeah. there man no no ranch. come on man, man, you, man, you, man. you live I next to Dale Hanson right? house, yeah, buddy, yeah. You live you live uh, next to Dale Hanson don't you, you uh, Dale Hanson does live in Waxahachie
5: uh uh, I, I, he's been to the restaurant a couple of times. Uh, I, I haven't seen him recently. Actually, you know who came by today, uh, mm-hmm. earlier today, hi? Uh, earlier today, John Wiley Price was, uh, uh, I guess he was cruising through Walsah Hatchie for something else he had to do. And uh, he came by at, at lunch with us today.
0: Oh, and, man.
5: Uh, always good. Always good to see our county commissioner. And uh, he came too. And uh, you know, it, you know, hey, just just come on by. It Doesn't matter who you are. We we serve, hey, we serve nachos and 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 wings and burgers and chicken fried steak to everybody. So it
0: doesn't matter. I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna make your your restaurant the unofficial. Well, I can make it official because I own this thing here. The official go to place after I leave the commission Radio Show, man. I'm gonna start doing that on the real. That ain't just me talking. Okay. Man. I do that. All right.
5: All right. Hey, glad mean, to have you, brother.
0: You, you. you know, you and I, we 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 went a political campaign. I'm gonna probably stretch your memory on this. You've really done a lot more important stuff than this. But you remember when we went to school and I was running for mayor of, of, of Law Magnet High School? Yep, I do
5: remember that. It was a while back, but I do remember
0: that. Yep, I'm, you you and Jacques Taylor with with my uh, campaign. Yep. <laughs> I lost that election, oh, Jacques, man. Jacques. I lost that election, that along, <laughs> Yeah, that that,
5: that was
0: along, our, that was our beginning when we first started a long time ago, man. A long time yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. He hey, you know, when I was a senior
5: or I guess I was a junior and I ran for senior class president at business magnet. I ran against my um, my best friend. Who is still my best friend, Kirk Willis, and who is now a, uh, a very successful attorney. And, uh, yeah, we ran against one another. And we were best friends then. And we ran against each other. He kicked my butt. but uh, we, we are still best friends to this day.
0: Man, it ain't nothing like growing up back in the day, man. Back in the day, yeah. Well, man, I ain't going to tie you up too long. Just wanted to holler at you just okay. for a minute. And I, I well, see Well, I
5: appreciate you. Yeah, I'm about to go speak down at this, um, they're having a back-to-school rally down here and walk the hatch at Rail Yard Park. So I'm about to go and, uh, in fact, I'm pulling up down here now. And I'm going to say something. I don't know if I'm going to be very inspiring or anything, but I'm going to say something to the kids down here. And, uh,
0: and uh, that's going to be it. That's going to be my afternoon. All right, dude. We'll see you later, man. I appreciate you for calling in, man. No, nah, no problem, cuz. No problem,
5: cuz. Y'all be good, and I hope to see you soon, okay?
0: All right. All right, cuz. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. All right. Then. Later. All right. There you go. Well, what do you think about that, man? That's
6: pretty
0: cool. Yeah, I always surprise you with stuff like that. you related to
6: Big Al Mack? Yeah. Oh.
0: See, I, I never just brag about it, man. I, didn't, I, I didn't think it could give, you, you, you think if you, you gave that to Sammy. I wouldn't have to pay for this week. <laughs> Why are you laughing, man? <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, you know, you know that kind of that runs in the family, man. It runs in the family, man. That's what it is, you know. What also runs in the family is taking care of family, and taking care of family is taking mm-hmm. care of. Well, family, you know, uh, how would you feel if uh, you sent your kids to school and your kids didn't come home? Well, that's happened with all too much of a frequency in Uvalde, Sandy Hook, places like that. Now, once you get to that point of feeling that way, you lost your loved ones, how would you feel if some Guy came on a radio show or a podcast or whatever and said that your children didn't exist, they were not alive at all, and that this was just some made up stuff. How would you feel about that? And they kept doing it and they kept saying it and they kept making money off of your children's death. It would piss me off and it pissed some other. People off. Meanwhile, down in Texas, we have another story to tell. And Angelo, I think you got the drop on that. So let's get the drop on Alex Jones.
1: Called this Perry Mason moment that we've seen developments on related to the entire contents of Alex Jones's phone that were accidentally leaked from Alex Jones's attorneys to the opposition team, right? To the prosecutors, to the plaintiff's the plaintiffs' attorneys here. Um, now, the January 6th select committee is asking the Sandy Hook parents lawyer for those messages, why?
5: Uh,
3: because Alex Jones played the fifth about 50 times when he actually talked to the January 6th committee. Um, there is, so Owen Schroer was his like underling, his right hand man. He handed over his phone or at least parts of it if not the full, complete phone, this is all of Alex Jones's phone, including things that he really did not want public, for example, the financials of InfoWars, and also uh, psychiatric records, uh, unbelievably, of some Sandy Hook parents in a future trial, future defamation trial that is coming. Uh, it is unclear how he ever got those or why they were being sent uh, to these lawyers or you know, why he knew about them at all. Um, and that's in part why you're probably not going to see just a giant trench of these things just out there on the right. street somewhere. Uh, it's because there's probably some very, there's some stuff in there that should remain uh, confidential to victims uh, in this situation. So this is just the beginning for Alex Jones's troubles. And he's going to campaign on this and, you know, he will make back $4 million pretty easily saying that he was banned and that the justice system is out to get him. That's, that's been his whole shtick even before, uh, you know, he was in any legal trouble. So
4: um, $4 million is a, a pittance at the moment. We'll see what happens at the second half of this trial.
0: All right, we're back again. Commiss radio show. We got an update on that $4 million is what initially was out. But then they also did some follow up. And I believe it was like $45 million now. It's 49 million, a total of 49 million dollars that Alex Jones will have to pay for the lies that he said and and the things that uh, uh, he's done. And you know, where, where we're at on this is that when we have people that you trust, and that's the reason that I take this podcast serious enough to on a hot day like this to wear a jacket, suit and jacket because it implies that you are trustworthy because you're talking about the news. If I came in with some Bermuda shorts and a tank top and was saying this you you wouldn't take me nowhere as serious as you're taking me now. But when you have Alex Jones to do what he did and say what he said, which was, he was very vicious with his comments, and if you go look at this guy, and I'm not trying to ask you to do it because that'll just give him more clicks. Obviously, I want you to share this out and i get more clicks. But nevertheless, where we're at now is that we have this deal of fake news. Fake news and how it affects our community and how this fake news is done in which someone has said that innocent children didn't live and their lives were meaningless and they made money off of this and after they made money off of it they continue to do it and they had no remorse no regret they had nothing and there was no consequences. The problem with America today is that when we ask our children to pay for the consequences of their actions, we ourselves as adults are not doing it. No, we're not. You can't yell fire, as they say, in a crowded restaurant, in a crowded place, without there being a consequence that someone runs, gets scared, someone gets hurt, and you just said, I was just practicing my you know, freedom of speech, I just yelled, fire. No, you can't do that. That's against the law. But somehow along the way, people like Alex Jones, they said that there shouldn't be any consequences for them. That they're entertainers no you're not entertained at that point you're peddling fake news and then when you have presidents of the united states yes presidents of the united states do the same thing and say it's fake covid 19 is fake it's just it's it's, it's just fake it's not real oh by the way it's real but all you have to do is inject bleach in you inject bleach in you and people were actually doing it fake news there's no consequence to that oh to say that we need to take our country back because well we had a stolen election when clearly the obvious point is election was had and you lost but when the people rally there's no consequence to that people die no consequence to that and now we have the same person who started the fight now I want to run for president again. That's sort of like being in high school. You have a fight in the hallway. And you say, well, I'm getting ready to go home. And then the next day you have a fight with the same person in the hallway again. And you say, I just want to fight again. Because, oh, after all, we didn't have a fight yesterday. Well, everybody saw you. No consequences. That's where we're at with no consequences. That's the reason why the country is... Like it is now It's not holding everybody accountable And that's where we're at now And where we're going to go at in the future If we don't hold people accountable We will have a country Like they have in Hungary And it's not like We've never had that kind of country before We just haven't had that kind of country Lately But we're headed that way but tomorrow I'm gonna to be headed to Waxahachie, Texas to hang out with Big Al, you know, at this place down in Waxahachie. Because I believe in an America in which, well, we gotta hold people accountable. Now my belief in America doesn't mean that that's the America that exists. Because you see at one time, and if there are any kids listening, You shouldn't be. Why would you be listening anyway? At one time, I believed in Santa Claus. One time, I believed in the Easter Bunny. But they didn't exist. In the America that I believe in today, I want to put it into existence because what I believe in America doesn't really exist. Freedom and justice for all Doesn't exist That's the reason why we began this show Talking about Breonna Taylor Freedom and justice for all They lied folks People who we trusted Lied The police department They lied And they got off And they got off The Kentucky Attorney General let him off. Let him off the hook. It took federal charges. Yep, that's what happened. Dick Cheney believes in America and it's like, wow, Dick Cheney's on my side? But he's talking about a Republican Party that no longer exists. Thirty miles away from where I'm seated at right now, is chance of a stolen election that wasn't stolen, just as if they believe in a Santa Claus and a an Easter Bunny themselves. No. But that's thirty miles away. But then if we go across the world to Hungary. We see authoritarianism rising its head again, just like it did in the 1930s with Hitler, and just like it can rise again in 2022 and 2024 if we don't take heed to the warning signs. And these warning signs are not signs that say you're fired. These warning signs are signs of gerrymandering. These warning signs are signs that you see every day. But we ignore because we're waiting for the Dallas Cowboys to get back on the field. Just like we're waiting for soldiers to get well from diseases that they have. Defending the rights and liberties that we think we have. That's the purpose of this show just to bring forth a message of what's going on. Something that Marvin Gaye once asked in the 1970s and something that we've been trying to answer for the last 50 years. What's going on? Alex Jones clearly doesn't know what's going on, but if he did, he would make it into another story that defies reality. But what can't defy reality is the fact that we want you to come back, spread forth the word of what we're here about today. Thank you for listening in to the Commish Radio Show. We'll be back next week, but meanwhile we're going to play some uh, local music for the rest of the show on our fbrn.us. But we want you to share this video out and also join our YouTube channel as well. We're trying to get the subscribers up on that, just like we uh, uh, we asked you to to support ABC. WFAA. We want you to support the Commiss Radio Show YouTube channel as well. So the champ is here. And I'm about to leave out. And thank you for listening in the Commiss Radio Show. Thank you. Hit me. I'm out. Make, it, make it
4: look cool.